Yeah, like like sandcastles. I was going to say too, uh, uh, in reference to that, uh, <laughs> the stab show. It's the sidewalk chalk art of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. That's what that's what you gotta sell to Crackle. <laughs> Come on, Crackle. I I used the Crackle app oh, the other day, and the Crackle app. I don't know if I should say this since you want to get you know. Well, you we have to. If crackle. you're gonna build a strong relationship, it has to be based on honesty. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> the Crackle app sucks. <laughs> you can start. You could start watching a movie, but you can't pause. <laughs> so, Crack- I was- <laughs> Crackle, not for the indecisive. <laughs> Crackle, better pee before you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Crackle, turn it up so you can hear it in the bathroom. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random topics, which they will now perform for the first and likely last time in front of a live studio audience in a show called Stab. This is Stab. You know, just in case you somehow mistakenly clicked all those links that it took to get here. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Our first panelist is the founder of a volunteer organization that teaches zoo animals to hate ska. He's a fantastic writer and performer. It's Eric Barger. Our second panelist knows what love is, but he's not going to show you. He's the co-host of Willie Listen. It's Willie Travis. And our third panelist style has been described as comedy jazz, because it's all about the jokes he's not telling. He's Stab's favorite son, it's Tyler Kenny. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Jesse in the morning. Jesse in the evening. Jesse at supper time. Welcome to the Stab Show, everyone. A collection of flashing lights and guttural noises shaped into quality humor content. Let's meet tonight's panelist, Eric. Hello! Hey there, buddy. How's it going? I was going to ask you the exact same thing. How are you, Eric? I am, uh, you know, I'm doing good. I've been, um, I've been on a mission to, uh, since December Mm -hmm. to watch every single Godzilla (laughs) and King Kong movie in the franchise um, before Godzilla vs. Kong leaves HBO. And I am finally caught up. I've probably watched about... uh, I've probably watched about 25 movies in the month of April to catch up. Um, But I'm excited because last night I watched King of the Monsters and tomorrow I get to finally reward myself by watching Godzilla vs. Kong. And I'm very excited about it. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say. Um, so you went all the way back to, to rubber suits. You could have just gone back to, like the last two Godzillas and last two King Kongs. <laughs> I think. I think. Oh, is for, <laughs> well, uh, for sure. I could have. It wasn't. It wasn't about plot uh, or like you know needing to know what's happening. It was just, uh, just for completion's sake. If, yeah. My friend started this group just as like a fun thing and then like 
gradually everybody fell off fell out of the group and uh the guy who started the group like just soared ahead of everybody watching wise <laughs> mm. so i wound up just like watching all these movies and having nobody to talk to them about <laughs> because <laughs> nobody understands you know nobody's seen like freaking shin godzilla um <laughs> which is actually a really good movie well um right. but uh yeah if you ever watch any godzilla movie and want to talk about it with somebody hit me up <laughs> all right well you and you and kevin cooley just have to start a thick-ass chat thread <laughs> because because oh. kevin is all about godzilla so oh, I didn't so know there you go Godzilla boy yeah you've got that you can you can <laughs> you can check out epic beard cooley he he committed <laughs> he committed to the quarantine beard it's oh, really yeah. impressive, uh, <laughs> but all right. So you've you've been ch- chock full of giant radioactive lizard. That's that's, right. uh, <laughs> that's as good an April as anybody could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was thinking about that too. It leaves tomorrow. I've, I haven't watched any of them, but it feels like just because there's an expiration date that I should watch <laughs> that uh, like Godzilla vs Kong. So I don't know. We'll see if I can. Uh, oh, <laughs> there you go. That's also uh, Peach saying, uh, can chat before the next scene, kids. I'm sure you've got a Godzilla scene that you can, <laughs> that you could do now. Oh, we'll see. Ugh, <laughs> Peach, I don't know. Ugh, I can't. There's a secret that I can't <clears throat> say, but Peach knows what I'm talking about, and all I right. can't do a Godzilla movie for that reason. Oh, all right, well... Literally everybody else for not understanding what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, we're just about secrets now. Okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Thanks for joining us again, Eric. Good to have you. Willie Travis. Hey. Hello there. there. Hey, how you doing? Doing well, sir. Doing uh, doing well. Been uh, playing some video games. Oh, yeah? Yeah, that's all about, uh, you know, what I do these days. The the hottest and the latest <laughs> in tech trends. Sure, <clears throat> you say while while telling me that that your headphones and mic just crapped out on you. So you, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's, you I meant uh, I meant the, the the I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just aren't a techie. <laughs> you just rage. I'm a trekkie. Just just not. rage quitting in an on online game, just flinging those head headphones across the room. <laughs> it's like space, man. No one can hear you scream. Then, <laughs> well, then you know what with us being <laughs> Twitch's favorite comedy program. <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you playing then, right now? Uh, you know, I've been playing. Um... Very lame. A lot of uh, Destiny too, okay. um, but um, I just got back into Cuphead. That's oh. very frustrating. <laughs> but I, uh, you know, sometimes you gotta hurt yourself. Yeah. Um. I mean, you hyped this up, and then you're telling me you're into the lame and frustrating. So what are we doing, Willie? What are we? <laughs> just staring at a big screen, man. Anything. <laughs> That I can just not think. <laughs> just need, just need colors and sounds to just, just take you away from the world. That's fine. My favorite. Yeah, that's Stab's big, biggest selling point too. 
All right. <laughs> All right, Willie. Well, That's thanks what... for joining us. Good That's to have you Godzilla again. Is too. <laughs> yeah, and Godzilla. Yeah. Just explosions and screams. <laughs> Big lizard screams. Uh, Tyler, welcome back. Hey, thanks good, for having me. Good to have you. As always, uh, I mean, I, I could have you on all the time, but I'd feel intrusive. So I just I just sort of space it out, probably longer than I should. But uh, <laughs> get you in whenever whenever I feel like it's uh, it's fair enough to to ask. I don't know. I just it's good to have you is what I'm saying. Well, thank you. <laughs> I'm happy to have something to do. <laughs> well, we always enjoy having you here. So um, you were talking about the uh, the garage. Or the basement turning into the craft cave. Um, is that? Are you doing any crafting, or is that the the wife's crafting? Is that's the the missus. I mean, it it wasn't really that <laughs> used, but you know, um, there's a sewing machine here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've used it more. It's cool. <laughs> um, no, um, yeah, no, I don't know. Uh, it's in quarantine. The office was down here for a while, and then moved upstairs, and now it's just. Just a pile of crap, you know. Sure. It's America. We fill our <laughs> basements with crap, and then we die, and our kids have to clean it up. <laughs> that's what we do. Well, that's as succinct a description of America. <laughs> <laughs> we just get stuff. We don't care about any of it. We put it in places and then bitch about all of it being in the way, and then we die. <laughs> yep. <laughs> And oh. someone's got to throw it away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then all of our bad decisions become someone else's problem. <laughs> <laughs> America. All right. Let's do the thing. All righty. Segment one. Starting it off with the old standard. It's reorganization. This one goes off the rails. I apologize. Please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what else might it now represent? There are some arguments that it seems will never be satisfactorily decided. I could go into examples, that, but that would require me thinking. And it would also just result in more arguing. And we've got enough arguing already with a debate between pirates versus ninjas. Which is cooler? Science says it's impossible to definitively, definitively answer. I knew that wasn't going to work. Uh, <laughs> got to run up to definitively. Uh, <laughs> which is why... You get to choose between two acronyms today, P-A-W-C-T-N, Pirates Are Way Cooler Than Ninjas, or N-A-W-C-T-P, Ninjas Are Way Cooler Than Pirates. Your choice, <clears throat> only have to do one, so please tell me who or what else, other than the coolerness of one faction over the other, P-A-W-C-T-N, or N-A-W-C-T-P, could stand for or represent so far a walk Please make it worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, give me your one of those. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. In New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victim Unit. But we've seen their stories. So what happens when they meet a criminal whose mind they can't understand? Like... A dog. <laughs> this fall, the Paw Patrol 
moves from Nick Jr. to primetime CBS in Paw, Criminal Terrier Network. <laughs> you remember Rocky, the Schnauzer Terrier mix, who was your recycling and handyman pup? Well, let's just say he hasn't exactly been a good boy. Oh, no! Did he pee on the carpet? No. He opened a child sex trafficking ring. And what happens in the middle of the season when Chase bites an innocent man? Chase, Captain Turbo is taking you to court. But he fit the paw file! And how will the Paw Patrol deal when Sky, the air pilot cockapoo, goes down? Oh God, Sky! Chase, I know you don't want to hear this, but RoboDog sabotaged Sky's controls. RoboDog, let's bring this asshole home in a potty pad. This fall on CBS, PAW, CTN, Pa Criminal Terrier Network. Things are about to get rough. <laughs> oh, god damn it. I, hold on. Before we go any farther, did you say, <laughs> let's bring this asshole in on a potty pad? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that one pissed you off. You just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I couldn't just let that go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, t I mean, <laughs> we got to get that edgy reimagining of the Paw Patrol. <laughs> yeah. I'm surprised it doesn't exist already. <laughs> Reboot <Yeah>. it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that's how we're starting, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Travis, Willie Travis, let's, uh, let's hear your PAWCTN or NAWCTP. Well, get it. Got to get ready. Get there we go. Ninjas. Naturally, all wacky capers take precedence. Welcome to caper class. I'll be your unnamed instructor for the duration of this course. You are here because you have signed on to uphold and maintain the respect of this profession. Not only are you here to see that capers are carried out successfully, but as well as comically. <laughs> You're here because you take slapstick seriously. Hijinks, shenanigans, tomfoolery, the lingo may be different, but the job is this old time, and time waits for nobody. Throughout the course, we will touch on basics like, I thought you were supposed to bring the thing. And malfunctioning gadgets to more intermediate courses such as pie with lit stick of dynamite mm -hmm. or as I like to call pinamite <laughs> and nine human beings in a getaway car once you've completed this extensive 129 week course you will be graduated and receive a diploma of authentication mm -hmm. That will explode at the end of this message. <sighs> All right. So, somehow didn't think we could go anywhere uh, anywhere else, but we wound up on Pynamite. So <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's two procedurals, Kenny. 
<laughs> what do we got for your policy or no CTP? So N-A-W-C-T-P is a shorthand for not always wanting cash to piss. It's a feeling that creeps in after you've made a career in fetish videos. <laughs> like you bought a house, a car, and a second house, all with the money you made peeing on people on video. But then you start to wonder, maybe I could do more with my life. It seems like these days I'm N-A-W-C-T-P. <laughs> maybe I'll get a real estate license or start crafting. But the feeling is always short-lived because you inevitably get a text with a call and a call time and the address of a warehouse where they're shooting driving piss daisy or something. And so you shake it off and you pound some Gatorade and you hop in your yellow Camaro. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Got to make sure you got the electrolytes for the job. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Tyler. Uh, all right. I mean, in a way, uh, it, it did sort of involve a potty pad. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not just there's nothing. There's not nothing under them. Okay, uh, <laughs> that's reorganization. Uh, now, yep, I've got it right there. We got to make sure we've got the differently racist music bed. It's topical haiku challenge. <clears throat> so. Uh, this matters to me a little bit, maybe not to you guys, but now it matters to you. Tuesday morning, word came down that for the second year in a row, Black Rock City will not be built this summer in the Nevada desert, meaning effectively, aside from virtual online events like last year, that Burning Man 2021 has been canceled. So, how about the three of you give me three haiku each about this cancellation of Burning Man for the second year in a row and let's see what's the proper level for this we'll see there's our irish jig we used to have a, a very racist uh, japanese music bed <clears throat> now we uh we have the irish jig racist but in a different way uh <laughs> so let's hear your three each about this news story starting with eric around the horn three times one 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 two 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 eric your first burning man cancellation haiku Burning Man is gone. Now something's missing. It's wrong. Where's my sunburnt dawn? <laughs> oh, feels like you've been there. All right. <laughs> so many by the end of the week. Uh, <laughs> Willie. Uh, speaking of, let's hear. <laughs> let's hear your first Burning Man cancellation haiku. Sad. No herp this year. And I don't mean the bad one. I mean the good one. <laughs> Get that good hurt out the desert. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tyler, let's hear your first Burnerman cancellation haiku then. Wearing, uh, <laughs> Wearing horns and fur. Now where can I just let loose? Capitol buildings? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <sighs> Too accurate. All right, Eric. <laughs> Eric uh, start us around the second time. Missing the feeling of red, sunburnt, scabby skin on my once white dawn. <laughs> 
<laughs> found a very specific aspect of, <laughs> of this, and we're going to focus on it. Uh, <laughs> Willie, you're second of three. To the moon, I say. Bug and teeth, body exposed. Scooting, homemade bike. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they... You know what? I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> They're so tall! Okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, Tyler, let's hear your th second. Sorry, no, we're not going to skip a whole round. No, your second haiku. I have no place to bike. I bike in the nude on drugs. Bike cops disapprove. <laughs> <laughs> Bikes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a freeing feeling, guys. Uh, <laughs> biking in the nude on drugs. Mm, that's Tuesday, Eric. Let's let's actually it's Wednesday, Eric. Let's hear let's hear your third Burning Man cancellation haiku. All right. Miss my sunburnt dong. <laughs> so I stuck my genitals. Into a toaster. <laughs> you got to make do. That's the spirit. That's the <laughs> that's the Burning Man spirit. Um, one of the ten principles. Burn dong. Um, <laughs> Willie Travis. Let's hear your last Burning Man cancellation haiku. Sandy vagina. <laughs> Plus sixty-five year old balls <laughs> equals ooh la la. <laughs> 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 I miss it already. All right. <laughs> Tyler, let's close out the topical haiku challenge with your third about the unfortunate but proper <laughs> cancellation of 2021 Burning Man. So, on the bright side, one more year to grow my dreads. Long, blonde, dirty dreads. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> Can get another four or five inches, guys. <laughs> and you know, when they're stuck in your ass crack all week, they smell even better. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Oh, it, it made me feel like I was back home. Segment three. Campaign trail. It's been a little bit, but you'll you'll hear why. Uh, it seems the campaign trail doesn't sleep. The second one election is over, the fundraising for the next one starts, or if you're a Californian, we basically like to recall our governor pretty much every time we get one, as will be the case now with the recall uh, election of governor of of governor uh, <laughs> of <laughs> governor Gavin Newsom. Uh, so. With election fever back in the air, it's become your job to give us your stump speeches from your following candidates campaigning for the following positions. Eric, let's hear your speech. You are a packet of Taco Bell mild sauce running for mayor of an apartment's junk drawer. All right. <clears throat> <laughs> Hello! My name is Joe Milden, 
and I want to be your next president of the junk drawer. <laughs> now you all know me from my previous service. I served as vice president under blue tack Obama in, <laughs> in the famous election where we made history by defeating John McCream. But then four years later, we did the work and you showed us you believed in us by voting us in over Mitt Ranchney. <laughs> and I am proud to stand here today to serve you once more. Now, folks, the landscape of junk is changing. We're no longer just sauce packets or little bits of string. You know, now there's other stuff. Those little tweezers and girl stuff like that. The voice of our junk needs to be fully represented. And that's why <laughs> you're going to hate me for this. And that's why I am proud to announce that my running mate will not be another condiment. Oh. I'm proud to introduce my new running mate, couple of hairpins, <laughs> couple of hairpins. <coughs> yeah. Now, folks, <laughs> Now, folks, I want to talk about drawer-in policy for a second. <laughs> Under the Blue Tack Obama administration, we made treaties with other drawers. We established good relationships with the CRISPR by opening <laughs> trades with the Frenches. We, we set up trade routes through the Spice Island. Too long has there been tension between us and the silverware. And that is why I intend to initiate a treaty and end the hostility that has occurred between us and Kim Jong-Spoon. <laughs> now, folks, I am surrounded by love. My wife, Jif. My wife, Jif, is going to be a great first lady. She's going to be a great first lady. And I know that if my, if my son Hunts was alive today, he would proudly stand by me. But he tragically died serving in the Gulp War. <laughs> but I want you to know that I will make Hunts proud. I will make you proud. And just like a true mild sauce, I will do everything I can, but not make what much of a difference. <laughs> Now, enjoy our campaign song as sung by Soy George. <laughs> Do you really want to squirt me? Do you really want to make me fly? Oh. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Oh, man. This is, some would say too much, but um, <laughs> others uh, might find it just to their taste. All right, Willie Travis, <clears throat> let's move on. Uh, you, oh, so good, Eric, thank you. Willie, you, thank you. <laughs> you are a crayon drawing of Spider-Man running for a position on the kitchen fridge. Hey, hello, hi, hi. Crayon drawing a Spider-Man here. Listen, let me just turn my seat around here to relate to you. 
the fridge it's one of the most important if not the most important places ever created out of all things always there always important always needed let me ask you this it's rhetorical for an answer do don't you want to be comfortable anytime you're you are interacting with something no one wants to be uncomfortable interacting with a thing. When you walk past another human being, you give a nod, a comfortable nod to let you know that you both are human beings and you belong here. Humans are a thing and you want to be comfortable. Place me on your fridge door. The soothing imposed adolescence of the crude yet lighthearted drawing will provide that comfort and normality that you've been looking for that you expect and that you deserve. My opponents, please understand this. I have the utmost respect for when it comes to running for frigidant. An A plus can showcase one's hard work, but that's what fridges are built off of. Family photos and wedding save dates let us know how important unity is, but ultimately, what are we planning for here? Realistically, where are we headed? The future. I guarantee you that a vote for crayon drawing a Spider-Man for the kitchen fridge will secure that very future. Always there, always important, always needed. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Uh, never, never quite sure if that piercing stare means it's over. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. <laughs> or if we're just ramping up for the next volley. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Uh, crayon drawing of Spider-Man. Running for a position on the kitchen fridge. Tyler, let's wrap up the campaign trail. You are a Spencer's Gifts, Spencer's Gifts zombie lawn gnome running for a position on the backyard council. Good evening, Council. I appreciate this opportunity for you to get to know me. Know me. That was a gnome pun. I'm silly, but also edgy. As you can see, I have blood around my mouth. I'm familiar, yet aggressive. Like a lovable rescue dog that just killed your other rescue dog. As you know, since the homeowner's white elephant, I have been proud to call this backyard my gnome. Home. Another gnome pun. Sorry, I'm naughty. Pink flamingo, sleepy frog, springy flower thing. It would be my great honor to join you on the Backyard Council to govern this humble patch of Bermuda grass. And I think that I speak for the community when I say, now that the shadow of leaning cowboy has moved on, the council could use an infusion of testosterone gnome. That's like testosterone, but with gnome in it. It's a pun because I'm silly, but aggressive. I'll see to it that the yard is lush and green and free from dog shit and invasive moles. One of which I have been known to eat. Which one? You'll never gnome. Another gnome pun. Swish, nailed it. Thank you, Council. I await your decision and I eat dog shit. <laughs> This is this is this is just chock full of puns. That's what this is. This is uh, <laughs> we are we're not leaving 
anything on the table here. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're walking out of this game knowing we left it all on the court, guys. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love that he said the little flower thing because yeah, everybody just has like a little flower thing in their backyard. Flower, yeah. It's like a just like a stone, but it's like kind of a flower, but not. You know, like, what is that? Yeah, I uh, I'm fairly familiar with Sleepy Frog too. <laughs> uh, uh, it's the details, guys. It's always the details here on the show. All right, let's get then to segment four. We're just chugging along, but at a nice, comfortable pace. Segment four, it's review it. When making purchases, plans, or life decisions, lots of people rely on those who came before them to let them know how their experience with a thing went. Reviews can change lives, people. So it's up to you in review it to let those who would follow in your consumerism footsteps uh, know your opinions about specific things as reviewed by these specific outlets i hope you all got this uh we do review it every now and then i like it it's a lot of fun eric yes i don't know why this came uh i did then look up the year that electricity was first used in homes so <laughs> that's why that specific details in there eric let's hear a review of electricity as appearing in an 1882 edition of the albany gazette ledger tribune all right <clears throat> Ah, so it seems Thomas Edison has presented us with a newfangled way to light your home. He calls it electricity. It seems like a good idea, but I, Charlton Willerpent, am here to expose the truth. Electricity may revolutionize the way we live our lives, but it has one hidden flaw. You can't touch it. It hurts. I personally got a first look at the lamps that will be installed in homes. It's a glass bulb containing a filament that is ignited by electric wires. So naturally, I did what any logical human would do first and grabbed a big fistful of wires. And lo and behold, what I did, uh, lo and behold, what did I find? But it hurt a lot. Ouchies, I screamed. But then, hmm, I thought to myself, maybe that wasn't the wires. I've hit my funny bone before, and this only felt like three times worse than that. So I'll try again. This time, I used both hands, and I grabbed two big fistfuls of wires. And lo and behold, what did I find? But it hurt. A lot. In both hands. Ooh, ouchie-wouchies, I screamed. Now, Mr. Edison at that point explained to me that what I was experiencing was an electrical current running through my body. And I said, well, every current I've ever seen ends at some point. Ever been to a river, big boy? So I, so I decided to hold on to the wires until the current stopped. Mr. Edison said, no, don't do that. But I kicked him in the shin and grabbed two big fistfuls of wires. And just for good measure, I bit some wires as well. And lo and behold, it hurt a lot in my arms and my mouth. Oh, ouchie, youchie, bagouchie, I would have yelled if I didn't have a big mouthful of electrical wiring. This will stop hurting, I thought, and I held on tighter. And lo and behold, it didn't stop hurting. It hurt a lot. For the full ten minutes that I writhed and gnawed on those wires, it hurt a lot. Finally, when it felt like my eyes were set aflame from the inside, I let go and stormed out of the building. But this is the not the last Thomas Edison would see of Mr. Charlton Willerpence. 
<laughs> I returned the next day with a steely resolve to touch those wires. I tried touching them with metal pliers, and lo and behold, it hurt a lot. Mommy, that hurts, I shrieked. Then I said, let's fight fire with fire, or in this case, wire with wire. So I wrapped my entire body in thin metal cables and grabbed a big fistful of electric wires. Lo and behold, it hurt a lot. Daddy, help me, I squealed. Deciding to give it one last effort, I thought to myself, now what's the safest place in the house? the bathtub so i filled up the bath stripped down to my dirty briefs and got in wires in hand and lo and behold it hurt but my body had become so accustomed to electric shocks at that point that i now loved the pain and climaxed six times in thomas edison's tub so to conclude do i think that electricity belongs in homes absolutely not it's a poorly disguised object for sexual pleasure However, I can guarantee you that Charlton Willipence will never be bathing without a jolt again. <laughs> wink, wink. Oh, thank you, Eric. Uh, <laughs> and I just couldn't help but uh, but imagine Charlton's uh, previous reviews of candles, which when you grab <laughs> when you grab those flames, they only hurt briefly. <laughs> 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 so that's the advantage fire has over electricity <laughs> he has a column called does it hurt <laughs> eight out of ten reviews <laughs> yes a lot <laughs> oh thank you eric that was a review of electricity as appearing in the 1882 edition of the albany gazette ledger tribune willie travis let's hear <laughs> let's hear an entertainment weekly review of an elementary school talent show. Taylor Gardner, Gene Fitz, Evan, Charlie here. <laughs> and I am bringing back a very much crowd favorite, one of my personal personal series. It's a horror series I like to call Elm Street Reviews. <laughs> well, we're going to be reviewing Western Elementary School's official spring talent show the biggest show of the year and usually held for a chance to showcase the school's most brightest and talented turds. <laughs> and big old smelly turds they are, with acts like 11-year-old Cotton Russell's punk-ass little tubular bell show. <laughs> Nothing tubular about your act, Cotton. Bells are for chumps who can't excel at real percussion, you jerk. And your name sucks. Are your parents racist? They should probably have spent more time on your name and less time on bell lessons. Garbage truck fires like fourth grader Janet Dubois. Dubois and her silly pet alligator. Where are we, man? Somewhere in the bayou? Are we hanging around the swamp just waiting for lunch to go and hop us up, lap up in our lap? Do I look like some Kentucky Fried? I say Kentucky Fried lawyer to you. Swear in my beak, I say a beak off this hot ass courtroom. <laughs> well, listen here to kill a mockingbird. No, won't fly. You're canceled, and your ideals are weird to me. Uh, and many more poop stands. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Willie. Bunch of turds. All right. <laughs> 
Oh, so good. That was an Entertainment Weekly review of an elementary school talent show, obviously. Tyler Kenny, let's wrap up these reviews <laughs> with uh, <laughs> with the research that you did on what a Game Informer review looks like. Uh, <laughs> let's hear your Game Informer review of Marriage. This immersive game starts as a a material uh, accumulating material possessions. You shuffle papers in an office sim and then return home to juggle marital duties, hobbies, and chores in a kind of impossible Tetris. The mini games and the youthful score make it an enjoyable enough gaming environment at first, but the possessions don't fill the deepening void. And once you reach the children level, the cutscenes just become stilted, passive-aggressive conversations punctuated by long silences. Your character doesn't so much as progress in the story as much as respawn in the same day over and over, just fatter and more dead-eyed. The gameplay often derails into long dialogue trees that invariably lead back to lists of your shortcomings. The world is populated with NPCs that don't respect you and wish you would and you wish they would just graduate high school and move out. There there are no cheat codes. Well, there are, but if you use them and get caught, you lose the game and the house and 50% of your future income. <laughs> Long story short, daylight begins to mock you, and the nighttime shines a light on your sadness. And at this point, it becomes more of a traditional first-person shooter. <laughs> but instead of guns and bullets, it's rage and words you regret. No spoilers here, but once you complete the storyline, you unlock a post-credit battle mode wherein you can engage in button-mashing close-combat domestic violence, which is highly triggering, but strangely therapeutic. 4.5. Oh, thank you, Tyler. <laughs> Game Informer review of Marriage. And quickly, uh, <laughs> the Game Informer reviews in, in Review It <laughs> are becoming the favorite. <laughs> <laughs> the dissection of life as viewed through the lens of a video it's it's just <laughs> it's what it is uh but all of you so good oh review it's a good one um that brings us to segment five i know i know guys and all of you listening to this in two and a half months when i finally edit it and release it i know i know right no I swear I'm going to work this weekend. Uh, <laughs> segment five, Department of Tourism. This summer, for better or worse, America hits the road. Lots of people never let fear rule their lives and shouted at anyone who would listen their big, dumb, maskless thoughts at people <laughs> about things and never missed a beat. Others, who have been thoughtfully locked away for over a year, though, are now making their first cautious steps back out into the world. You, uh, add an R there, your job <laughs> as tourism <laughs> director of the following cities is to convince them why your where is a place they should visit or call home someday. So, Eric, well, I'm interested, I'm looking forward to seeing where you took it. Um, Eric, <laughs> let's hear your tourism guide for Hoity upon Toityshire. All right. <clears throat> Hello, you plebeians, you nasty little gutter rats. 
My name is William Tuck Tuxedo, and I am the mayor of Hoity upon Toitieshire. I would like to invite you to visit our town so that you may learn the proper rules of etiquette and spread them to the world. Should you visit Hoity upon Toitieshire, that when you return to your home and your friends greet you with Neanderthalic phrases such as sup and what's crackalackin, you can respond, listen to me, you foul cockroach. It's good evening or good morning. If you greet me with such filth again, I shall flay you where you'll stand. Because that's what's polite. <laughs> the world's manners seem to have gone to shambles. <laughs> if you're anything like me, you simply want the world to be proper and pleasant. That's why you should be visiting Hoidipontoitishire. That way, when you return to your town and see somebody eating salad with an improper dinner fork, you can then stand up and say, You disgusting little maggot! Do you live only to roll in your own excrement? You shall use a proper salad fork for salad! Exhibit behavior like this in front of me again, and I shall slice the skin from your bones until I have my pound of flesh! because that's what's polite. Now, people have told me I'm teaching visitors to be verbally and physically aggressive, but those naysayers now have my spit in their face. <laughs> After all, we can't have people thinking that it's okay to do anything but a classic waltz to transition from a meal to a night of merriment. <laughs> that's why if you come to Hoity upon Toitieshire, you'll learn that the proper response to this is, listen to me, you mewling whim. You may as well be dripping with the smegma of a goat the way you have befouled this evening. This is unforgivable and for this I demand that you submit yourself for execution at the hands of my rapier. I demand that you submit. May we string your corpse from the rafters and let it serve as a warning. May your rotting flesh warn others to never commit such a malfeasance. May the demons of hell rip your soul into pieces and watch every bit of you burn for eternity. Because that's what's polite. <laughs> so come to Hoity upon Toitieshire. Oh, it's also the site where Charlton Willerpins ejaculated in a bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Tourism guide for Hoity upon Toitieshire. Uh, because it's just polite. Uh, <laughs> Eric, where can folk? Enjoy more Eric James Barger the first out in uh, the uh, in the internets and or beyond. In the internets and or beyond, uh, there's no beyond right now. No. Um, good, good. Um, uh, except I just learned how to make a Beyond Philly steak, and it's pretty good. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, you can find me. Uh, let's see. I, I'll go with this first. I have an album on oh. Spotify under the artist name EJB One. Because uh, I wanted to sound cool. Um, <laughs> and it's called Party Animal, parentheses, party songs by a guy you don't want at your party. Um, <laughs> based on so many true experiences that I have committed. Um, and otherwise, you can find me uh, at um, It Electric on Instagram. Not It's Electric. If you see It's Electric, uh, tell her to give me the goddamn profile name. <laughs> 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 Thank you, Eric. Uh, let's see if if somebody else or I'll, I don't want to be rude and look it up while while 
Willie's going. So if somebody else wants to, to grab the Spotify link for Eric's album and drop it in the chat, feel free. Um, thank you, Eric. Always fun to have you. So good. So wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, Willie, <clears throat> I almost didn't use this one because I sort of hated myself when I thought of it. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> let's hear your tourism guide for volume Massachusetts. You get it, guys? It's mass, you know, I know. Uh, <laughs> volume Massachusetts. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly uh sure why you were interested in coming here um if i could be honest with you uh you know what never mind you're here uh i'll show you around follows knees um sorry i like to talk like that <clears throat> so you're probably here because of the, of the name huh sounded kind of crazy intriguing almost maybe like a jamming city with, with loud music all the time, right? Yeah, I apologize. Our flyers are, are just blank sheets of college ruled. Saves us a ton on ink, though, am I right? Maybe you thought Vince Vaughn's character from old school, owner of Speaker City, purchased a state in London. Nah, it's not. It's not what's going on here. Hell, you could even thought that it was some type of of Kids Bop Island, where you just got to turn it up. Wee, how fun. Remember kid song? Wrong. It's this luxurious two-bed, half-bath, double-wide. This is it. This is all of it. And there's really a mass-stricken lump of, of, of feces in the half-bath. It's very big. And the half of the bath that is actually the bath is the shower. There's no toilet. And the feces is really big. Like, like, you ever seen that movie Trimmers? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, oh, you're not interested? I understand. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Willie. And I apologize. That's uh, <laughs> Massachusetts. Willie Travis, where can folk enjoy... Some more Willie Travis outside of, you know, this particular episode of the Stab Show? Well, you know, we do stuff with those great guys over at Stab. Oh. I really like those guys. <laughs> uh, we do a show called Willie Listen, mm -hmm. me and my co-host, uh, Nicole Eichenberg. We we do our dirty dealings with, with them dudes. <laughs> um, we have Facebook pages. We're on Facebook. Look us up. Uh, Facebook, Instagram. We're on TikTok now, um, oh. and our website is coming soon, willielisten.com. So, yeah, man. Well, awesome. I'm glad we finally got <clears throat> Willie Listen going again. Uh, it's always fun. Check it out. Second, right now, uh, we've got it we've Got it working second Fridays at 9 p.m., so check that out. Thank you for joining us again, Willie. Uh, this will be quick. Tyler, where can people find? <laughs> where can people find and enjoy Tyler? Kenny, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can't find me, and I'm unenjoyable when you find me. <laughs> yeah, it takes all the fun out of it. Out of it. Once you track Tyler down, it's just not fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Wish you, wish you hadn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, always a pleasure to have you. Um, this time I will bother you more. I'll probably like, I'll message you tomorrow and already get you uh, in June. Uh, <laughs> all right let's close out this episode with your tourism guide for know, uh, exception to the rulington no i don't have a mask <laughs> first of all i want to ask you have you heard of the americans with disabilities act you have great so you know you can't refuse me service for my disability and you can't ask what my disability is Yes, I know this is a private business, but it's open to the public, so you have to let me buy this vape juice. <laughs> no, I don't have to wear a mask. No. Nah. No. Does this sound like you? <laughs> Are you tired of the nanny state treating you like a child, so you're constantly acting like a child? Does the world feel like an inconvenient tangle of silly rules and regulations, and you'd rather just, like, not? Well, I have the destination for you. Get your self-important ass to exception to the Rulington. Walk your aggressive dog off-leash through our uninspected water park as you sip on original recipe for loco. Let, let your unvaccinated children play unattended in a defunct McDonald's play place full of exotic large cats. Because who's going to tell you not to? Not the government. Those pedos are too busy draining traffic children of their adrenochrome in their lizard pits. That's some shit you believe, right? At nightfall, you could open carry a firearm through the forest of ambient sleepwalking baby boomers. Then fall asleep to the soothing sounds of bro country, blaring from uninsured lifted pickup trucks, littering the gray sands of a toxic beach. Go for a dip in the water under the greenish moonlight. The water stinging your skin lets you know you're free. And the moonlight shows you where it's peeling off your skin. <laughs> Rules don't apply to us here in Exceptions to the Rollington. No. And we pass the exceptions on to you. <laughs> oh, Tyler Kenny with, with Exceptions to the Rollington or the Libertarian Islands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's make sure I've got it set up. There we go. And that was Stab. Thank you, everyone, who joined us tonight. And another special thank you to our wonderful panel, Eric Barger, Willie Travis, and Tyler Kenny. Now, if you like what just happened inside your ears, well, brother, why not give some of the other 264 episodes of the Stab Show a try? You can find them, you know, wherever you just found this one. Like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. Or, if you want to get your Stab Show the second it's happening, just tune into Stab Comedy Theater TV, Thursday nights at 8 p.m., and it'll be there waiting for you. That's all we got you for you. That's all we got for you tonight, folks. I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and until next time, just remember, a bird in the hand is probably dead. That's normally not what they do. Uh, good night. <laughs>